It's time for the Drive Stop 4 at 4. Hour number two of the drive underway here on Fan Run Radio. I'm Russell Smith. We send things over to Commander Tuck for Harlan. For the top four at four this afternoon, it's brought to you by our friends over at North Knox Siding and Windows. Tucker. Thank you, Russell. At number one, the wait for Todd Helton ended last night as he was named a member of the National Baseball Hall of Fame's Class of 2024, a two-sport athlete and two-way baseball player in college. Helton still holds the Tennessee program record for RBI, walks, and saves. He played 17 seasons with the Colorado Rockies, and he still currently leads the franchise in games played, runs scored, hits, doubles, home runs, RBI, total bases, and walks. They got to play all his entire career at, at yes. the same place, yeah. which is cool. Rare. Yeah. For a player of his caliber. They had some good teams, man, back in when he was coming up with uh, Larry Walker and um, who was the other Todd there? They, they could they, – wasn't Todd Walker, was it? It was Todd Walker. No, it's no. All, yeah. You said Larry Walker, and I'm like, what? Wasn't no, it the, also Todd Larry Walker? Walker? Yeah, in yeah. in right field. Yeah. Some pretty good teams there. Just hard place to pitch in, as it always has been. And unless they can <laughs> lower the elevation of Denver, probably always will be. But yeah, um, they were talking about that a lot yesterday. But his road splits were still really, really good. Career th- three sixteen hitter. 414 OBP. Yeah, because I never, like, I always, it kind of irritated me. They'd always bring up the whole course field thing, but he hit just as good on the road. You don't hit 316 career only doing it at, at your home stadium because it's a hitter's park. No. At number two, the Tennessee Titans finalized their football structure Wednesday. The team announced Rand Carthon has been promoted to executive vice president and general manager. Chad Brinker has been promoted to president of football operations, and Brian Callahan has been hired to be its next head coach. I think Chad Brinker is the big story here. Yeah. Oh? Do tell. I don't know. I just wanted to say Chad (laughs) Brinker. Never heard of him until two seconds ago. I cannot believe they laid more titles on Carthon. Kind of all on him in a, in a way, isn't it, at this point? Yeah. No, I mean, they they pretty much said, like, all right, man, you're building the team and you're slightly in charge of the coaching staff. This is all on you, bud. As a fan, I would just like to know what really went down yeah. between him and Frable and who was really calling the shots. And a lot of pal- It seems like there's a lot of palace intrigue to this one. A lot, lot of palace intrigue, not much transparency. Well, not to tutor on horn. I, th- I think a- we got it right. There's a. Uh, I think Carthon nuzzled up to Amy Adams Strunk, and when things weren't going so well, he's like, "Well, you know, we could bring in a new coach, and I could be in charge." I'm not. Of- I'm not prescribing that whole whacked out conspiracy theory. Right. You're all. I don't, I don't think, think that's it's that right. crazy. No, I, I think that that stuff happens all the time. Like, I don't know. You want control? There's somebody in your way. You you kind of push them out. It happens all the time in business. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a serious high risk that this could end in absolute disaster. Oh sure. Yeah. sure. 
At number three, Mississippi State transfer quarterback Will Rogers has withdrawn from his second entry into the portal after the departure of Kalen DeBoer to Alabama. Rogers informed Huskies head coach Jed Fish of his decision Tuesday and has resumed taking classes at Washington. Rogers transferred from Mississippi State to Washington after four productive seasons with the Bulldogs, which included him becoming the SEC's number two all-time leading passer. He wasn't. I- Felt like he saw that he wasn't he wasn't gonna get an invite to Alabama. They've got a starting quarterback. Right. Would what Kalen DeBoer wants to do though, would Will Rogers be a better fit for that quite, system quite than quite possibly Milrow? Quite possibly. I think Fish is a good coach though. I think it's easier for Rogers to be highly successful at Washington than it is at Agree. Alabama. Plus having to compete. At Finally, at number four, Joe Barry is out as the Packers defensive coordinator, even after his defense held up well enough to keep or to help Green Bay advance to the NFC divisional round of the playoffs. The move announced Wednesday by the Packers came two days after Coach Matt LaFleur declined to comment on Barry's job status and said he was, quote, going to go through the process at his own pace. That's never a good sign. No. Why, I don't get why this guy lost his job. I felt like their defense was pretty stout. Yeah. I have to look at the film. I mean, without actually looking it up, but uh, it was one of their, their strengths as young defensive players. Packers dropped from ninth overall in total defense to 17th this season. Packers also finished 17th in total defense uh, this season, redundant, but climbed into the top 10 in fewest points allowed. Run defense, a major issue for the Packers under Barry. They were 28th against the run this past year. That's not good. That's that's pretty yeah, good. That's why you got fired. But, I mean, they would be playing in the NFC Championship game they just drew if Sam Jordan Fran. Love makes a couple of better decisions. Yeah. That's ah, how close it is. That guy still have a job today. That it? Thank you, Tucker. Top 4 at 4 brought to you this afternoon by North Knox Siding and Windows. Folks, if you've got something on the outside of your home that you want to replace, siding, windows, doors, maybe you need a new roof, this is the perfect time to get a free estimate from North Knox Siding and Windows. Give them a call at 865-689-0505. Tell them Fan Run Radio sent you. That's 689-0505 for North Knox Siding and Windows. Online at northknoxsidingandwindows.com. The NFL playoffs convene again Sunday. You got your championship games. And then there were four. And soon there will be two. As we get, Do we have the week off between the Super Bowl or do we just go straight yes. into it this year? Yeah, the, the Pro Bowl is between the two of them. Oh, good. I can't wait. <laughs> it's always a lot of fun. Ravens still a three-and-a-half point favorite at home over the Chiefs. And the 49ers are a seven-point favorite at home over the Lions. Seems a little large. The Lions aren't uh, – it's no slouch of a team. they said anything about Debo? He's not practicing today. I know that. Hmm. Can they beat Do the you Lions remember the three games Debo? he missed when they went 0-3? Browns. He makes that offense go, man. If he yeah, – if he's it's, it's one of the three. If any one of them are out, it, it – just doesn't work as good. It, yeah, it felt like he's the the catalyst. If he doesn't play, 
I'm taking Detroit. Because you know they're going to get get after Brock Purdy. That's one thing Detroit will do. Yeah. You guys think Purdy is good, or do you think he is in the perfect place? Oh, man. Perfect place. He's got a good situation around him, and I, I think, you know, the, their cap's going to hit in the offseason, so I think he's going to lose some of those weapons that he's got around him. We're getting ready to find out. Yeah, we'll, we'll know for sure next season. I think he's good. I think he's in a great spot. There are some other quarterbacks like that who Over the years. just get a lot of credit for being maybe a little bit too much credit. I, I, I will submit one right away. This this can be controversial. You'll, you'll agree with me, but certain people would not. Troy Aikman. Did have Michael Irvin. He had Emmett Smith. Jay uh, Novacek, some, some of the yeah. best offensive Moose, lines. Alvin yeah. Harper, in Larry yeah. Allen. I always thought he was. I thought he was overrated. A little overrated, and I, I thought Emmett Smith was was very good running back. But I always maintained that if you switched Emmett Smith and Barry Sanders, oh man, that Barry Sanders would have shattered oh, Emmett's yeah. records. And and Emmett would have been very good, but he would not have been the legend that Barry Sanders well, is and in it, Detroit. Emmett's still the all-time rushing leader in the NFL, correct? Yeah. That has not been broken yet? No. That may never be broken. Probably won't be the way they do running Yeah, that's a good now. point. It's a good point. Those guys are – you don't see guys last – Although I don't you know, do have 17 a, games. A lot seasons. of those good quarterbacks in great situations, the situation just doesn't last long enough for you to really kind of hammer in on it. Like, oh, yeah, this guy was just in a really good situation. That's why it's kind of hard to come up with. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to come up with a bunch of. But there have been guys with, well, I mean, like great uh, talent for a year or two, and you're like, oh, is this guy the next? And then they just fall apart once the the cap. All hits these Alabama got, quarterbacks on on the college level. Mac Jones. Yeah, it's similar. It's similar. Mac Jones. Terrible. I mean, you get a terrible. You know, a ton of them, but up until like Hurts and Tua. Um, what about the? Then there's a class of guys where, like Dilfer. Dilfer. Uh, Neil O'Donnell, yeah, I mean, they they were had, you know, historical defenses along with just an absolutely punishing running game. There, there's something to be said for that. There, there was another one in Baltimore. Who, who was their quarterback in the Flacco? Flacco. Yeah. I, put, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't he, put him in that. Category. He did have a a cannon. So, so did Dilfer. He's better than Dilfer. Okay, but I mean, Dude, they got him off the couch having. and he led the Brown, the damn Browns, to the playoffs this year from it's his true. couch. He did fall apart the, in the playoffs. Is Joe Flacco elite conversation? No, again? I don't know. He was for. Do you, uh, <laughs> I feel like he, it's. He had like a two season run where it's just. It's 2014 all over again. Remember that deep ball they hit against Peyton and the Broncos? Yes, Jacoby Jones. Is that the guy that Yeah, it? and yeah. I can't remember the safety's name. Chris Who, Harris? Yes. Probably. He undercuts it and jumps too early. I was devastated. Devastated. Still hurts. God. Some of those Peyton playoff losses. Pain. Yeah, that was none bad. worse than when Belichick uh, – had the the grass was like two feet thick, and then he turned on the sprinklers for three days, and then the refs let. I mean, they were playing in like six inches of water, and they let Rodney Harrison hold on every hold, single play. Let, basically, let him assault and batter yep. Marvin Harrison, mm -hmm. senior. That was a bitter one. I was actually at uh, Mile High when Peyton threw his first touchdown in a Denver uniform. Really? Yeah, it was a preseason game, but. <laughs> He he, he played. Just left that part out. It was a really cool <laughs> I mean, story. Yeah. I, I was in Mile High. 
Nobody would have known. No, they oh. had uh, what was his name? Click Clack, the Maryland tight Kubiak. end. Oh, Ooh. Click Clack. He played for uh, San Francisco. Oh, Vernon Davis. Yeah, he caught like an eighty-yard touchdown. I was like, that guy's. He still, he still got it. He's good. He's about that. You want to talk about someone who's about half crazy? Oh, he's insane. Vernon Davis. Really? Oh, cuckoo for cocoa puffs. What does he do now? I don't know. Just eat cereal. I his uh, his his mental instability. Uh, I think will <laughs> do his somewhat shortening of his of his professional career. Sounds plausible. I don't want to cause an incident or a disturbance this afternoon here in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios, but Is Cookie Man I, here. I need to prepare mm. everyone for the imminent arrival. There are rumors. There are rumors, ladies and gentlemen, not confirmed yet, merely rumors at this point, that one Logan Quinton will be stopping by momentarily. He's not here yet. Just calm as down. As long as everyone I, knows the rules. Calm down. Yeah, can I, we go I, over those real quick? Yeah. Bear gets you to guys, eat whatever he wants. You let and him you get away with this? It's he not gets. getting away with anything. I, just, I, I take one cookie and then the other five go to the other three guys. But no one else gets to say so in what cookie, like, no. Okay. Yeah, Bear can fly what? over the board and who, get who was, he wants. Who was the guy who touched all the cookies? He got so mad. Just raging mad. Who no, did that? Somebody just went I in did. there and touched them. Oh, yeah. Because you mashed yeah. my cookie. No, I didn't. Yeah. Don't, I don't try and mash a cookie. Yeah, you did. I mashed a cookie? Yeah. The one he chose? Yeah, I had it picked up and I had a napkin over it. He did. He's lying now because he doesn't want to admit. I oh, don't remember this. He's every bit as immature as I am when it comes oh, to this stuff. No. this no. cookie? No. I will admit to being immature and taking a perverse pleasure out of torturing you because uh, you're, you did something you're, you're, you're you started complete that. neuroticism. Uh, it, we'll, we'll get Logan. The, the, we'll get the cookie man in here and he'll vouch for me. You initiated that. <laughs> and yeah. I touched every cookie. What are you doing? That's just how we roll in the afternoons, bro. Just be so prepared. There's, there's no but you of all people going to touch every cookie? Yeah. After he masked mine, yeah. It was retaliatory. Through a it napkin? It was retaliatory. He smushed it. I did not smush Yeah, you cookie. did. Quit lying. <laughs> lying. I swear I, to God you are. You did something that triggered that my, my sudden outburst. I was like, oh, really? Here, I'll touch every damn one of the things. Pop, 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 pop. That's what happened. Just Welcome the, to the drive, Houston. The, the level of abject weirdness. I'm trying to prepare you for when he walks in that door. Like, the, the anxiety that you feel emanating from Bear's side of the studio is about to, like, quadruple. It's just, I'd like to think of it as naked aggression. Do you know which one you're going to pick? No, a lot of times I'll just pick the chocolate chip one. Okay. Do you want to know the list? Yeah, sure. Sometimes I don't take one. Here's that's the other thing. Oh. Hit me with it. He's on a health health kick. Uh, semi sweet chocolate chunk. That's the standard. Cinnamon square. Nah. Strawberry crumb cake. No way. Cannoli. Nope. Hmm. Cookies and cream. Nah. Leave the gun. Take the cannolis. I watched that last night. Go ahead. Peanut butter with Reese's Pieces. Ooh. Oh, we have a winner. Oh. You're, you're not taking the whole oh, peanut butter with Reese's piece, uh, Reese's cup. I'll take cookie. what I I'm, want. I'm sorry. You, you'll take a walk is what you'll take. Uh, you, oh. Whatever. Oh. Logan, uh, Logan promises me first pick. He always has. No, he doesn't. He's a good kid. 
does he promise you first pick or do you demand it? I kind of let him know. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, when Russell's on the, vacation, the man's he's been like in, forty years old. He's got two kids. He's a good kid. <laughs> he is. Kid. He's younger than he's a good kid. Uh, Going places. There was a couple times Russell's on vacation. Like he went ahead and I texted him which one I wanted, and he had it in a separate box for me. <laughs> That's so weird. So, I mean, Logan, you know, he has to take some responsibility. You're making him go to the counter and say, hey, I want the six-pack, but. You have to put one of these six in a box. Can you take one of these out <laughs> of the pack into its separate box? I don't See, know how One of my coworkers is insane. <laughs> and he's a good. He, if he's we don't a, do this, he's a good it could cause problems. And uh, I think the world of him. Fantastic. Stay with us. The drive continues. couple lines available if you want to jump in. 865-546-8200. 546-8200. The uh, spring game at Neyland Stadium uh, up in the air with uh, uh, the yeah. renovations going on. We'll, we'll talk about that when we continue right after this. The drive. Are you ready? Fan Run Radio, the drive continues. Segment number two of our number two, commencing here on Fan Run. Yeah, a lot of a lot of cranes up in the sky over on campus these days. Of course, you've got the Lindsey Nelson Stadium expansion ongoing. The race against time there is getting kind of interesting with all the we'll delay up. from last week. They've, mm. yeah, they've 27. got a, yeah, they've got uh, less than a month to to get ready for that. If they don't have all the seats in, like it's not the, I don't think we're going to sell out the Western Carolina series anyway. But as long as it's ready for SEC play, I think uh, would be the key there. The other interesting thing is you've got Neyland Stadium under construction now with the brickwork, everything that's going on outside, and the continued excavation and gutting of the South End Zone concourse. RIP troughs. They're going to be gone? Are you pro-trough? We've had this debate a lot on I'm our pro show. I'm pro-trough. It just makes sense. Let's, let's be careful on the trough. The trough people get. That could. T- I mean, we can go trough talk if you want. I'm just saying. It usually uh, takes an. I, I like to keep turn. things highbrow on the show. I think that's well documented. I feel like a lot of people go to the stadium. they got to use the restroom at some point. It's very efficient. Point is, they got cranes over there. They're doing the brickwork and everything on the south end of the stadium. The vibe I'm getting from some comments lately from from Danny White, is he was asked about it on an uh, interview on State Run earlier this morning, and, and he kind of hemmed and hawed around, it. Well, we, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, I'm kind of getting the feeling that there might not be a spring game at Neyland Stadium this year. I have been under the impression there would not be this entire time. So I, I don't, I, I'm surprised it's even up in the air. Now, was it two years ago they didn't have one? They had it last year. Was it was it 2022? Well, they okay, did not have 2020. one. Okay, it's 2020. The whole thing's interesting because they they didn't have one in 2020. COVID. I want to say 2021. They because there were renovations one of those two years, and then there was another one. Sorry. Where there was it was like a closed off, but just for media. Well, there was yeah there, yeah they had it like they played it inside, and then they put it on a jumbotron somewhere. Yeah, and yeah, streamed yeah it that and, was. Mm. Like that was Heibel's first year, right? Yeah, like I think last year was the only normal one that they've had since Heibel's been here where like fans can go and whatnot. Hmm. 
So, yeah, I mean, I've kind of jumped the shark, man. Really, yeah, I, I'm not a huge spring game guy. It's it's fun to go down in the pomp and pageantry and all all that stuff, and you get a chance to to look at guys. See but the future it, a little bit. It generally loses its luster. It's it's one of those things like you see the first possession, and then you're like, okay, I'm ready for voluntary reaction. <laughs> wow. So I'm 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 if they don't do the the spring game, it's no biggie to me. I call me crazy. crazy. I feel I feel like a full practice is more beneficial to them than a spring game. Well, we we get into the conversation we always have about you bring Tennessee Tech in here and well, play, I've been I'm all for I, that. I still wonder to your point though if <laughs> if I could see Hypel thinking. I bet the coaches would probably still, like, if you gave them a choice, you have one more full practice or scrimmage Tennessee Tech on a bye game kind of deal. Oh, if they, it was a choice, take, I think they'd take the full practice. Oh, hell yeah, they yeah. would. Now, that we were talking during the break. I mean, I, I think it would be kind of cool if you could go play down at UT Chattanooga or ETSU. You know, Memphis or, probably not going to take kindly to renting uh, out the Liberty Bowl. but They wouldn't love well, that. They're getting ready to – did you see that that got passed out there? They're some kind of big improvement to the Liberty Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're hundreds of million. Yeah, they're going to fix the Liberty Bowl up. I mean, would it be a draw in Nissan? I mean, how many people were at the Orange and White game last year? There was like 69,000 there. Oh, nice. Yeah, there was a good attendance there. Yeah, people were fired up. Yeah, a lot of people there. Well, how, man, where do you think you get the bigger crowd? Johnson City at ETSU, Chattanooga. I guess by just because it's so much bigger, Nashville. But I think yeah, I think the Tri Cities would surprise. I think it'd be like well, that's I, like I a seventy-five hundred seat stadium. Well, yeah, I'm saying if you, like hypothetically, let's say you threw it at Bristol. Yeah, I think there'd be a pretty good turnout. Well, they're not going to spend that. No, I know, I know. I'm, I said hypothetically. That's what that means. Not I kind of I, I kind of like doing it at Nissan. First of all, we never get to play there in beautiful weather. It's always really hot or really cold because you're playing in the first week of the point. season, right? And it's miserable hot, or you're playing in the stupid Music City Bowl and it's like I mean, overcast and sleeting, and everybody's miserable. Like, picture being able to go to Nissan Stadium to see the Orange and White game, and it's 72 degrees outside, mm. and it's just nice, and and you could sit there in the sunshine and drink a fourteen dollar beer. <laughs> would you uh, Would you go down there for that? Would I? I mean, I I don't know that I would make the trip. I mean, if we were doing some sort of station event or something like, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess it just gets to the point of how important is the spring game, and do people really care? I'll, I'll tell you. I don't, and I don't know why this is like going to Nashville when I was younger. Just seemed like it took forever. It was a horrible drive. But I've done it so much now the past few years that it's just kind of like it goes by quick. Yeah, I'm accustomed to that being from there. I don't mind it on the way though. The way back, if you're doing a day trip, the yeah. way back is always like, oh, oh you do it after like those tight. I can't like I've thought about that. Like I'm Titans game ends, and I'll admit the moment of weakness. I felt kind of sorry for you. It's like damn, Russell's been tromping around down there all day going to the game, and now he's got to drive. I just I always figure you're like exhausted. That last hour, uh, I, I t the game changer for the Nashville commute is Bucky's in Crossville. If you can make it to Bucky's, I was going to say, uh, man, Bucky's is uh, yeah, man. You get 
It's only an hour What's, there, but I was like, gonna say it's like an hour and five, yeah, two, hour and ten. Two hours on the way back from from Nashville. Yeah. You get you get to Bucky's, you go in there, refresh yourself in the restroom, get yourself a beverage, something to eat. So you makes stop that last coming and going. Make, oh yeah. There's nothing like a double Bucky's day. Double Bucky's wow. day is elite. I've, I've never set foot in one. I was no, I never that will. was my next question. It's I, on the list. I've set foot in one. I don't particularly enjoy it the way you do. I have numerous reasons why that should not be on the list just on the grounds that I feel like I'm uh, that's a righteous take on my part. I'm sorry. If you've never been, how can you hate it? Because they squeezed out all half the mom the and pop stuff gas on the list that's changed not America. True. Yeah, it I'm is. Sorry. Half, half, the, yeah. There, there are no other gas stations besides Bucky's. Uh, there are. They're few and far between. The mom and poppers. Half the stuff on the list, he's completely ignorant on. He's never tried. Never whoa, seen. Never. Whoa, uh, whoa, 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 Hoosiers. Do we have I, to I'm, read I'm the waiting, list? I'm, no, go, I'm waiting on an apology we, for that. Don't ever call me ignorant. I'm sorry. Son. I mean, that's they are not ignorant. You want to go down the list, and I can explain them. I'm sorry, but if you've never been to Bucky's and you hate it, I hate Walmart. I hate any kind of big box anything. Do you shop Uh at Walmart? Very, very, very rarely. So yes, the only thing I get at Walmart um, sometimes, or the last thing I bought at Walmart was tires. What about the mom and pop tire shops? Yeah, man. It was, we have it was Matlock Tire sponsors the show, out and you're going over to Walmart. Well, a I literally family-owned and operated business. While on Clinton Highway in front of the Taco Bell and had to sneak in incognito into the Clinton Highway Walmart. From which, Houston, I am still banned, but I got my tires there. You're banned from that Walmart? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Classy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Charlie's? That's a regional. <laughs> it's a regional ban. Trying to think. We come up with that list of places I've been banned from. Oh, oh God. Lowe's, West Knoxville. Bad incident there. Quick time out. The drive continues. The cookie man cometh. Logan Quinn's going to stop by to uh, get a little UT baseball preview. Just shoot the breeze with LQ when we continue next, right here on Fan Run Radio. The The Drive. Back here on The Drive, it's Fan Run Radio. Logan Quinton of the 947 Podcast is here. LQ, good afternoon. It's been a long time, my man. It has way too long and uh this is like my first experience in like a week and a half two weeks being out in the wild really socializing up yeah it's your first so. adult interaction <laughs> he, he's just driving around yeah. town just killing time the well, cookie man welcome to the land of the living my friend you, rocking the shorts too man I mean, oh like, yeah it feels like 90 degrees out there compared to what we've we've been through that, it isn't does. that weird how it, how it does that like yeah like if it was this temperature like back in like September or August, would be freezing. It's only fifty degrees out, but you're like, Ugh. feels balmy. Now it, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's fifty degrees warmer than it was. That is true. Well, uh, what's been going on, man? What's what's up in your world? What are you working uh, on these days? So uh, right now, getting ready for Tennessee baseball. Um, really, kind of studying that. We've got preseason media availability tomorrow, which our own Tucker Harlan will be down there, boots on the ground. To see what Coach Vitello has to say 
And uh, waiting on that because, uh, you know, we need some updated rosters. We need to know officially who has reported, uh, what things are looking like, because there's going to be some key positions uh, that are going to have some competition, some healthy competition. Absolutely. Yeah, man, I, I can't wait for – we were just talking about the stadium, you know, they behind on construction now. Because it was yeah. a race against the clock to begin with, and then they basically have lost about 10 days here. So yeah. hopefully they are able to, to get that all uh, set up. But uh, it's, it's weird, man. We got baseball fever now with yeah. Todd Helton going into the yeah. Hall of Fame and everybody's – we never yeah, we, used to talk about – preseason baseball that was not a thing until i feel like last year was the first year that we really started counting down the days yeah i remember watching that tournament out there and just uh people are really into it man i mean it was what like two weeks ago we were just talking off the air and i was like man i'm really looking forward to baseball how about jim wrestling oh absolutely so this is what it's like for me every january as soon as the calendar turns of course you've got nfl playoffs and things of that nature but uh, I start to get real excited, start doing some deep dives into into these teams, particularly Tennessee. Uh, this this is my spring training month right here, so I'm getting ramped up for it. Yeah, man, it's uh, it, it's an exciting time, and we're talking about Helton so much here lately, yeah. and uh, like nobody paid attention to, to you, no SEC network, and none of those games were on on TV. Right. Uh, right. Even the this is hard for young folks to conceptualize, but even the um, like the NCAA tournament games, the, the SEC tournament was not televised. I remember the the regionals over Helton's home run against Oklahoma State or was it Arizona State or whatever. He had a grand slam and one of those regionals or super regionals uh, like listening to that on the radio. Yep. And Mike Keith, because it was not on TV, like you, you could not watch it. And so the 4,300 seats or whatever in Lindsey Nelson, it was a hot ticket. You were either in there and those were the only people who saw that. There's no footage of it online or anything like that. Right. And, and like last year, uh, for example, when they were at the, the, the showcase that they were at, you had people trying to figure out how to, uh, <laughs> how to stream yeah, MLB network or yeah, whatever, or, uh, or, uh, you know, do a week free I'll trial. My hand. A week free trial of uh, I forgot what what uh, platform uh, did that. It, was it Fubo or Fubo, something? Uh, it wasn't Fubo, but it was something like that. It was like Fobu. It was a weird yeah. one. It was it's like, like one off. Like a bunch of those weird like Pluto, Tubi. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we can get to a point where like ESPN can do some of those or or something. I mean, I know Flow Sports is going to carry. Uh, the one they're going to be at this year down in uh, Texas. Uh, and D1 Baseball, I think, is partnered up with them. I think they'll have some options uh, that they haven't released yet. But, yeah, it's it's growing. This game is growing. It's really good to see. And, uh, yeah, last night you mentioned Helton. That was really cool to see our community here, uh, not just Vol fans, but people within the community uh, chiming in on social media, kind of waiting for that six o'clock hour to hit and find out if the legend of Fountain City made it to the hall, and he did. That was uh, that was pretty cool to see. Will Blake Burke break out of his slump? I think so. Season? I think so. Uh, I liked what I saw in the fall from him. Uh, he was uh, hitting a lot of oppo stuff. Looked like he was taking a a convicted approach to. Being able to hit Oppo, he he beat the shift in one game that I saw. Um, so 
hopefully we see more of that. I think that's going to help open things up for him, uh, become a better hitter, because we all know about the power. I mean, I just remember he had that he, he he had a great start to the season. Yeah, and we were talking about him in the same breath as as Helton because yeah. that was the kind of pace he was on in the non conference portion of the season, and then he just went in the tank, and he had that monumental home run at, at Southern, Southern Miss, Miss where yeah. he hit the church, <laughs> yeah. completely and, redeemed himself, and we're and we're thinking, okay, he's back, he snapped out of it, and then he went to Omaha and continued to struggle a little bit. Yeah. So it's like, has, has he? Figured something out. Well, at least in Omaha, I mean, he he's not the only one. Like we've kind of struggled yeah. when we get there. Yeah, I agreed on that. That's what I was just saying. for whatever reason. But whew, that bomb at Southern Miss at the time he hit it was it was an epic shot. Oh, yeah, I saw it. They, somebody plotted it out on Google Maps. Yeah, <laughs> it was really cool. Shortstop, any feeling there? So obviously, Tony said on your show what a couple weeks ago. Uh, that Simo will get some reps there, but probably you don't believe him. I don't believe. Him. I think he, I think he'll get some reps, but um, I think well, there's getting reps and then there's getting time. We're not gonna we're not gonna have a shortstop by committee. Who does well, that, like, that? That's that's not a thing. That Who was the that? interesting point you said. What do you think about that? Where he's like, oh, based on the lineup and the matchup, we may shift some guys in and out of there. Do you like that? I don't love that. Tell the truth. Logan. I think it's that's something. No, probably guy. not, but. Uh, it, it will do wonders for Simo if he can get reps there in terms of a guy that projects up the middle and sure. throw ball. I think but that's something as a that team to- yeah. aspect. I'm not. That's not where I live. I think it's something Tony says in the preseason that sounds good and promotes competition, team unity, and he might even try it a little bit in the non-conference. It, as soon as there's a couple of errors or this play at yeah. second, yeah. he's like, you know what? We're just going to make him second baseman and whoever. You know, if Lowry, uh, Antigua, whoever wins that job, we're just going to go with it. Yeah, you've got Lowry, Perry, Antigua competing for that spot, and I think that's a great competition. Eileen Antigua, um, that's who I've got projected to start there for now uh, for the most trips, but Lowry and Perry are going to battle for it. I mean, with with that being said, like, it would make no sense to take your second baseman if you've got those three guys battling. Yeah, unless it's just he, the kid just really wants to try it. My feeling is you go with the best glove at short. Yeah, and they should be so good hitting at every other position that you can stand to have. And I'm it's not assuming that it's a hole in the lineup. Maybe when it, maybe those guys figure it out and 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 give you something. But if if you got a bunch of dudes that are hitting 300 and smacking home runs yep. you can afford to have a guy that's, hitting 215 that's at the short thing. at the end of the order that's where the game leans these days right is that offensive approach mm-hmm. and all three of those guys we just mentioned particularly Antigua they're hit first right and so you can kind of think about the guys we've had at that position over the years uh we haven't had a Dancy a Dansby Swanson type there right and you can, I think one of those guys, you can find something with the glove that you're talking about. Um, and, and then the outfield. You think about, you know, the rest of the lineup, the outfield is going to have some competition, but I think you're looking at Dryling, Inslee, Tears to be your core outfield. But I'm hoping that Reese Chapman can provide some competition because, you know, iron sharp, sharpens iron type of thing. Uh, but I'm really liking how this lineup. Uh, there's going to be a ton of bats. And Amick at third. Yeah, 
Well, it's like we talked with with Tony a week or two ago, whenever it was we had him on. Um, it feels like last year's team was pitching heavy, and the offense was good. Yeah, but there were some hole. There were several holes in the lineup, and it feels like the exact opposite this year. It feels like there's the the lineup at least one through eight is very very strong, and then you've got one pitcher you feel really good about starting wise, and you feel one starting pitcher you feel really good about, one starting pitcher you feel pretty good about, and then who the hell is going to be your third guy? Yeah, I I really think they've got a couple of great options in terms of a lefty on the weekend, whether it's Seacrest or Evans. Um, I, that's the way – that's the route I would go. I know some would probably throw A.J. Causey into the mix on the weekend. I like him out of the pen. He's a nasty right-hander. That You would have him and Combs in the pen to match up against some guys and then some other lefties um, as well, like Cannell. Um, but, yeah, the, the rotation, I think, man, I'm a – I'm a big AJ Russell fan. He, I think, he is going to solidify a spot on the weekend to go along with Drew Beam and, and another option. AJ, you look at the just the box score top numbers; they're insane. Um, but what what you may not see uh, is his fastball had a whiff rate over forty percent last year, which is insane. He's I'm sorry, a, who's that? Call AJ Russell. AJ Russell. Oh yeah, he's yeah. a six six guy. His release is like is at five two. Yeah. So that thing is coming at you. He has the profile to throw mid nineties, uh, potentially, but he doesn't need to. With a release like that, he can sit ninety two, ninety three with the way he was throwing last year, um and, and and miss bats. It just jumps on people. But he is a I love him as a as a guy to take a next step. He he threw thirty innings last year. If he I think he's can he can be a starter on the weekend and potentially get to a, a point where he's like all sec material Woo. you know what he is he's logan's pick to click <laughs> yep pick to click some tennessee baseball talk in january this is uh where we are folks it's pretty outstanding um logan quentin the cookie man is here he's brought us the crumble cookies bears already absconded with uh, one of the cookies, he's hoarding it fiendishly to himself. The Reese's. Are you a Reese's or a Reese's guy? It's Reese's. Reese's. Hmm. I'm Reese's as well. I love the peanut butter variations that they have. That's my staple, but this week the cannoli and the cinnamon square. It's the way to and go. And those are amazing. Man, the cinnamon square is basically two cookies. Yeah. And the cannoli is two cookies. Yep. I've done you guys a favor. I really <laughs> thank have. you. Yeah, thank, thank you, Barry. We, we appreciate that. No problem, Logan. What's going on? Uh, the the high school podcast, of course, uh, on hand. But spring practice they start that like February for for local high schools. How's yeah. how's it looking for the three peat over at thirty three hundred? Uh, set up pretty well. Okay. Pretty well. Uh, okay, we'll I can work with that. On. We'll find out more uh, once spring rolls what? around. You getting a little what? greedy? I'm greedy. I mean, there's just an expectation. When you, I, I wouldn't expect a Bearden guy to understand. Houston, but when you have a championship pedigree. Shots fired. When you have championship DNA, there's an expectation that people like me have that, quite frankly, people like you just can't identify with. I mean, if we're being honest, though, Russ, I, Bearden's I remember, had a superior baseball program to West. And I also remember how that game went. 
this year, and I felt like we might have got a little bit shafted by the uh, 3,300 black and whites. Uh, the Bulldogs did. Houston. Shafted by the scoreboard is what you got shafted by there, buddy. <laughs> back to back. Championship pedigree. It's in the DNA. We'll, 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 I, I take from your silence the high school talk still maybe a, we'll, a ways out. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll work up to that. Yeah. Logan Quinton in studio with us this afternoon. 865-546-8200 if you want to get in with us. 546-8200. So, what's the deal with Zane Denton? I mean, he's not around. Uh, that, that so, is I'm, he just I'm, not on the team? Is that how I should take it now? He's yeah, I think team? the door's closed on that. I mean, Oof. hypothetically, that hurts. like technically, I, I can't remember when the uh, – Tucker, you may know when the uh, academic window closes. Um, it's when it like I want to say no, it's, it's like a, they started yesterday or Monday, correct? Tuesday. Tuesday. So what's that? Is it seven days? Something like that. So within the next, I mean, yeah, for the next few days or a week, technically, maybe, but, crack, but like, but I don't, I don't, you don't see expect it. to see I don't it. Don't I, I hate it for him. Yeah, same. I hate it for the team, for the fans. Captain Insano, he's a fan yeah. favorite. One yeah. of the top five home runs in UT baseball history. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, his name will ring out forever off that one at Clemson. Oh, that was – gosh, that was insane. <laughs> Slack-jawed idiots down there. They, oh! That was beautiful. The pain. He's not wrong, Russ. They thought they had it. And then Zane said, that was give me a minute. Del- that was some of the most delicious tears we've ever drank as a fan base. But we'll know more. We'll uh, Tomorrow, uh, the preseason media – session and then you know guys are gonna get to work and practice you know that the snow and everything kind of delayed a little bit of that but uh we'll know more in the next few days but i think the window's closed on that i get the feeling that tony and the boys uh, tony in particular is much more comfortable where he is now he's like number nine ten eleven in the polls yeah uh, which is like sixth in the sec by the way as opposed to last year where you start out number two and everybody's kind of arms crossed, waiting on the bad guy to yeah. fail so they can all ha-ha laugh at him. Right. And, and now it's like, you're not flying under the radar. I mean, we're all stoked and making plans for Omaha and all that stuff, but it does feel like you're a little bit more the hunter as opposed to the hunted. Yeah, and what's even crazier, when Oklahoma and Texas come into the mix, they're legitimately could be – a time where the whole top ten, top 10 is all is SEC. SEC. Yeah, that's insane. Is that good for the sport? I like it because I just <laughs> yes, because I mean, we're in the SEC yeah, and I'll yeah. take it. I mean, this it's crazy, man. Like going to Hoover. Um, we need to do that, by the way. Uh, as a group, talk about that today. Um, it's literally like watching um, like a minor league experience or something, just with the the talent. Uh, I mean, it's insane. The guys that you'll see at an event like that. Well, how many and, guys um, last year from Hoover were – I'm not even talking minor league, uh, major league players. Wyatt Langford, Paul Skeens, uh, Jackie Kags, and he, he's going to be back th- – you know, he's back again this year with what about Florida. The kid from, the kid, is that the kid from Florida? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's just insane, man. And, uh, by the way, Tennessee plays Oklahoma in that showcase coming up to start the season. So, hmm. they'll get a look at Oklahoma. Are they ranked um, this preseason? I, I don't believe just outside I thought right yeah, yeah they're okay. they're kind of um it'll be Oklahoma Baylor 
Uh, Texas Tech. I think Texas yeah. Tech is the best one out of the group. Baylor struggled tremendously last year. They're still on the struggle bus, I think. Oklahoma, man, that's a team that uh, – some of these Big 12 teams not named Texas or Oklahoma, um, they're a bunch of JUCO Midwest bandits that are just yeah. – yeah. uh, they'll, they'll play till the cows come home, you know, the, those type of players. Uh, Oklahoma has a lot of those dudes. They're an older club, guys that are grad – seniors uh grad transfers juco transfers they're filled up with those guys so i'm i really like the variety that they're going to see um come february we we're having a conversation about helton and there's only he's now one of only two players sec cra- players. yeah it's crazy it's crazy that right? was a wild set and, and I, I think people say well that's going to change right but you know i i am looking through the list of current sec players um, playing Major League Baseball. And I don't see – Max Scherzer went to Mizzou. Um, I don't see a lot of other guys that are, are really even in the conversation. Unless there's – and, and there, maybe there is a guy who's or two who's retired just in the last 10 years that was in the SEC it's, that's not on this list. But uh, that's pretty interesting, right? That Yeah, and if you think about it, though, a lot of all-star type players uh, – yeah. They don't go through the college ranks. It's a lot of yep. international guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so that's that's a huge factor. Is that? I mean, is that still? I I know back in the day, if if you were the five tool player, can't miss first round pick, you're probably not going to college. I, is is that still the case? Not so much. Yeah, more more of those guys are going to college. Yeah, now present day, yeah, because of NIL and things like that, but. I mean, so it's it's got to be just a lot better lifestyle and level of comfort for some of those guys just to get an NIL deal and go to college and enjoy just being in college and not riding around. And the travel is – I guarantee you the travel – Minor is, league it, travel is brutal. I mean, compared to the SEC with all the money yeah. they've got. Yeah. You're taking a bus 500 miles versus a jet. Yeah, I mean, they fly everywhere charter, right? Yeah. yeah, and you have uh, within to, a certain or, yeah. or outside of a certain right. distance, but mostly, yeah. And I had a conversation with Eric O'Flaherty, former Braves pitcher, one time about um, because he was an undraft or not an undraft. He didn't go to college. Uh, he was like, I want to say, ninth round pick or something like that. Um, didn't sign for. I mean, yes, it was a ton of money for a teenager, but in terms of making that money last, like you talked about going through that minor league experience, he said, "Man, the key is you have to hire somebody. It's worth to hire somebody, an accountant, to manage your money and to invest." Because he he told me so many stories about oh, guys yeah. just draining hundreds of thousands of dollars within a year or two. Well, especially if you're that young, you think you're a shoe-in. You think, oh, there's no way I don't get the call up to the bigs and make the big bucks. Like, I'll just, you know, I'll buy this car or house or whatever. I always imagined it was, like, real similar to people that win, like, the lottery. Sure. If you've never had that kind of money and don't know how to deal with it. Yeah, you just spend it. Yeah. Period. The minor league salary. I mean, it's got it got better the, a year or two ago. They finally gave those guys like a living wage, but like for the longest time, it was it was like ten thousand dollars for a year. Yeah, for, yeah. And it, it was like during the season. Yeah, it was like ten to twelve thousand bucks. And guys who sign as free who go undrafted but sign as free agents are only signing for like fifteen twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, and then hopping on that minor league experience, getting on that bus. 
there's guys that do that, and that's crazy. They'll have like part time jobs in in the office. They make it seasonal work basically, and they have to go work at UPS in the winter, uh, or something, or cut grass or something. You know, and just, it's not like a UT where you go in before the game and they've got a full meal catered and they've got something for you after. They they give you gas a cheese station, sandwich if you're lucky. Gas station hot dogs, do not Bucky's. Not Bucky's. No. Do you remember some of those pictures, especially during COVID? Where it's like two pieces of bread, some lettuce, and a slice of cheese, yeah. and that was it. And they called it a salad and a sandwich. There's a, a great YouTube account. Uh, the guy, I can't remember the guy's name, but he played at Wake Forest, had a cup of coffee in the big leagues. And uh, and he does like a lot of Q&A, just taking you behind the scenes, what it's like in the minors, what it's like in the majors, what you know, how he spent his signing bonus and, and all that stuff. is very enlightening. I want to say uh, – not Benintendi it's like uh, so Antonelli uh, Matt Antonelli I think it's the guy's name uh, go check it out if you can find it on YouTube well cookie man uh enjoy it our time uh, I believe is up well thank crumble cookies absolutely they wrote us a nice little note on the box really oh. what's it yeah. say thank you guys what's it say Tucker Thank you guys from Crumble. Oh, that oh, is thank, a nice little hey, note. That's very yes. nice. Hey, thank you, Crumble, from the guys. Bear <laughs> gobsmacked. Bear certainly thanks you. Absolutely. Um, all right. I feel like we're good here. Are we good here? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, all right, good. Uh, we got another hour of the drive headed your way next. Tennessee basketball assistant coach Justin Ganey set to join us in 25 minutes here on the program. Stay with us. The drive continues. More Fan Run Radio coming up. The Drive.